Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. I'm sitting here with uh, my favorite torturer, <laughs> Kristen Duan, who's my physical therapist. She does like to torture me once a month, and I pay for it. I literally pay her to torture me through dry needling and other things. And Next, you feel better. I so do. It's, so it's fine. I do. I feel it works out. It's always a bittersweet uh, thing we've got going on. It's a love hate relationship. It is typically for yeah. not just you. It's a lot of <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> a lot oh, of I thought people. you meant like you hated me back. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you just love to hate the yeah. the torture sessions, but it, you know in the end it's worth it. Yes, a lot yes. like life, yes. really. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So she's yeah. a she's a good sport uh, being on the podcast. But um, why don't you give them a little bit of feedback or feedback, a little bit uh, background on who you are, how you got into physical therapy, um, a little bit of your credentials because you work with the men's national rugby team, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I started off my career as an athletic trainer, certified athletic trainer, and worked with um, sports teams for many years, Mm -hmm. uh, USA Rugby being one of them. And then I also worked um, with the Colorado Rapids, and it was really – through my work with teams and I also worked in a clinic as an athletic trainer that I just saw so much more of what I wanted to learn and develop my skills and grow. And I worked with some amazing physicians and other physical therapists. And, um, so I decided to go back to physical therapy school, Mm -hmm. um, after working for a bit and, um, received my doctorate in physical therapy and, Went back to working for USA Rugby, and it's been an amazing long journey, (laughs) but very happy I did it. But yes, it was one of those, I'm glad I didn't know what I was getting into, but um, I just uh, am so grateful that that I did what I did, and everything happens for a reason, you know? Long in what way? What do you mean? Like... I'm sure there's plenty of story behind that. But. Plenty of story. Yeah, we. Yeah. You've got to do three podcasts for <laughs> for that. Part one of three. <laughs> Stay yeah, tuned. Yeah. We'll be back. Yeah. Um. No. Just. Just long in. Um. Just a lot of respects. Um. One of them being that it just if you're going to be in pro sports and you're going to play with the big boys, you have to prepare yourself and yeah. you have to be very educated and um so it was a long road in that way and I would say as a female in a men's professional sports setting um I had to work a little bit harder Mm. um and not not complaining about it but it it made me stronger and made me know more of what my goals were and what I wanted and what I needed to do to achieve them Mm. and I think you know it says a lot that um, you know, USA Rugby wanted me back after I left to go to school and they welcomed me back with open arms and cool. wanted me back. And, um, so just, you know, in that respect and getting your doctorate is not for the 
faint of heart. So I guess yeah. I would say it was a long road in, yeah. in that respect as well as that it was just a really difficult journey and not easy, but, um, I'm definitely a better, better person for it for right. sure. Worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah, totally. One hundred percent. Working with, um, working with the men's rugby team, then you probably see some gnarly, yeah. <laughs> you're working on, like you said, the big boys, literally yep. the big boys, yep. as well as the, probably the, the quick and nimble, yes. fast boys, yes. everything yes. in between. Right? Yes. It's yeah. like football. Totally. Yep. Tons of different yep. style of athletes, I'm sure. Yep. yep. Big and strong versus. Yeah. Right. Yes. And that's what I enjoy about it actually is, yeah. um, every position requires a different skill set and a need and, you know, I may have to work on power with our front row, but I need to work on speed with yeah. a wing. Right. And, um, you know, you can't stereotype somebody just because they're big and massive. Right. You know, you have right. to meet everybody where they're <laughs> at. And, you know, some people are more sensitive and some people are more tough. And you just, you flow with mm-hmm. with that person and their individual personality to do the best you can for them and work together to help them feel better to reach their goal. Yeah. I love that. But uh, why I wanted to have you on, obviously it's because you helped me just with like what I'm a, I'm a weekend warrior. If that, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I take my health, uh, very seriously as a lot of people do. I feel like in Colorado, mm-hmm. just because so much of our yeah. culture here locally yeah. is active. Sure. Um, and yet for men and women who are listening to this, they may not, I mean, like I do a lot of things for my health, yeah. right? We talked about my chiropractor, right? Mm-hmm. And my, nutri- my nutritionist, we do, mm-hmm. I have you and a bunch of like a, a team t- yeah. that helps me stay yeah. fit and healthy just for longevity's sake. Yeah. Um, but obviously you're working with professionals, but then you're working with yeah. older people, younger yeah. people, teenagers, right? Everything yeah. in between. Um, but what, it's a kind of a unique I guess, yes. uh, portfolio of people. Yeah. Right. And, and that, what, what got you into, like, what's the, what was the allure in the first place of getting into this work? And like, uh, well, and you know, to go to your point of, you know, working with professional athletes, I think what I love about my job is I don't want to just help professional athletes or yeah. I don't think yeah. that, Oh, I only do that and nothing else. Like yeah. I find as much joy in helping a mom pick up her baby Mm. me anybody whatever their goal is that's important to me Mm. and I want to be a part of that journey I mean I had a gentleman who was 92 one of my favorites and he just said you know Kristen I just I want to live out the rest of my days the best that I can Mm -hmm. and that makes me want to cry like Mm. just because and that's important to me and that's as important of a goal as someone to be able to run around on the field but it's as important to me or more important to help a 92 year old man live his life to the fullest, mm-hmm. whatever that, whatever that is. And yeah. I just, I, I love the spectrum and I think that's what drives me and motivates me every day is because I've had people in, you know, in tears because, you know, a mom will say I've picked up my baby and I didn't have back, back pain. pain and it's, it's life changing, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, do things like that and I just that's what motivates me every day and makes me want to just be ready for the day and prepared because somebody is counting on me and my brain to try and help work together with them to figure out how to help them meet their goal and 
like I said, that's what, that's what keeps me going and drives me. Is that a big part of the fun though? Is, um, I would think it's kind of fun where you're, you know, you're, you're trying to diagnose yeah. something. You're trying to figure yeah. out like putting the puzzles together with previous yes. injuries or yes. symptoms and yes, it's kind of a big, yes. And that's, you know, being a problem solver and you know, some problems are easier to solve than others. Yeah. And, yeah. but it, it's, it's so interesting and fascinating. Every day my patients teach me, mm. they think I'm teaching them, but they mm. teach me and what they give me on, on any given day. But, you know, I'll have people that are, I said, do you have any other injuries? And no, no, no. And then you're seven visits in and they're like, oh, well, I had, I sprained my ankle in yeah, high yeah. school or I tore my hamstring. And yeah. that's important because everything, right, works together. We're this giant Jenga block system that mm-hmm. just tries to make these micro adjustments to keep you upright and moving against gravity. And anything in your history and in your life, it all, it's all important. It all needs to come into their their story to mm-hmm. help figure it out and that's that really makes the job interesting and fun and different and yeah keeps you going and sometimes takes you off when I can't figure it out right away yeah well <laughs> I think it's 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 I it resonates just because I mean how many times have you every single time come in you say well how's it going this past month you know I'm like I can't even remember right you know, if I've, and then I'm like oh yeah you know, maybe this has been an issue or this has been an issue. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember sometimes my past uh, ailments or my injuries sure. until we start to connect the dots. Yep. You know? Yep. So what? Uh, kind of getting into some of the nitty gritty, what do you feel like is some of the most common challenges, physical ailments that people have that they're coming in for? Is there anything? Um, I mean, historically, by the numbers, low back pain is low the pain. number one thing that we'll see in physical therapy. Um, and you know, for that reason, we have to do clinical rotations in PT school. And so one of the rotations I went on, I sought out a clinic that worked mostly with spine Hmm. because I said, okay, if this is our biggest problem, why? Like what is going on? This is our biggest problem. And I want to know how to treat it and, and do that. So I, yeah, historically, um, by the data, it's low back pain. Um, I see pretty much a little bit of everything, and I would never want to specialize just because everything is so connected. Yeah, you know, if yeah. I became a shoulder specialist, but your shoulder pain was coming from your right ankle because you sprained your right ankle in high school, then I'm mm. I might miss it. Mm. You know, so um, I I do enjoy that variety as well. I think people that are uh, not as educated as you are sometimes probably have a hard time connecting the fact that it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? That, yeah. that far up the chain yeah. could be, but it's true, yeah. right? It's true. Yeah. And it, um, you know, it's my job to do my best to try and explain why I'm doing what I'm doing and how it is all yeah. connected. And then if I can show them, if I can do, you know, techniques that we can call a correction but if you can do a correction or a technique to make that ankle work a little bit better and then show them that oh yeah your arm feels better they get Mm -hmm. you know you get this wow like okay I can kind of buy into it Mm -hmm. a little bit when I can feel what you're saying you have to connect that or else yeah that it's really hard right 
Right. And I think, again, it's for me, I'm, I'm passionate about it because it's quality of life, of course. Yes. You know, I'm not 92 like one of your clients, but uh, someday I will be. Yep. Yep. Knock on wood. Yep. I do feel like uh, it's quality of life from, from <laughs> between here and there. Yeah. And for yeah. people who, you know, especially getting into your later 30s, or your 40s, or 50s, and you haven't necessarily done a whole lot to work on mobility – Mm-hmm. you might start feeling like, you know what, I just have a bum knee and that's yeah. just the way it is yeah. and I have to give up running, right? right? But I think with the stuff that we've done, um, and I doubt you have it all memorized, but I mean, a lot of it is like, oh, you can see that my my knee, one of my knees kind of buckles into the left, mm-hmm. you know, because of, you know, my hips being mm-hmm. off or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's the kind of the cool part is when I, you can kind of tell me, cause I'll often, often ask yeah. like, what are you doing? Yes. Why are we doing yes. this? Yes. Cause I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think that's the, the cool part. And then we can see within 60 minutes that yeah, there's been a big change of yeah. how certain muscles are firing when they weren't before. Right. Yes. And you can feel it, right? Yeah, you can yeah. feel the difference when, we start getting into it yeah. and we change some of these movement patterns mm. by the end. I think that's what it is, is you can feel that, which means your quality of life is better because you're moving better mm-hmm. and you end up with this, you know, a mentor of mine called it beautiful movement. You just want to create this, this beautiful movement, like this ease and flow as you move your body again against mm-hmm. gravity in the mm-hmm in the world and when everything is working together and stacking and your Jenga block is all working together, you, yeah, it's easier to just navigate life, which makes life feel better. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. How often do you feel like, I mean, I come in and see you once a month, you mm-hmm. know, obviously you get a new client who has some, some challenges. Yeah. You kind of work to, <laughs> yeah. To get the Jenga blocks in yeah. alignment, which might take s- several sessions or many sessions, Mm -hmm. you know, is there a certain protocol that people, you know, do most people fall into like a once a month thing once they're kind of in maintenance? Is it more often than that? Like, is it, it's hard to say in the sense of like, cause I'm just, why I'm saying that is because I feel like people that are listening, if they're thinking about like, okay, I've never even gotten physical therapy unless, you know, they actually have an accident or some type of surgery. Right. Yes. Which is a lot of times the frustration uh, that I've noticed in myself and other people, you get surgery like Allison, Uh our friend who referred me to you. It's like, she gets surgery and then you're like, well, what do I do now? They're like, see ya. Yeah. Yes. Good luck with it. Yes. And then you might actually find some horrible physical therapists or personal Mm -hmm. trainers who only make it worse. Yep. And then you're like, what the hell? Yeah. And then your quality of life and then your mental, mental yep. goes down and then yep. you know you've, yep. you know. Now we're a in a spiral. Yeah. Yes. And um, that's a whole, that's part three probably of yeah. our podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and I do run the gamut. I mean, um, I see, I do see a lot of cases where unfortunately it hasn't gone well somewhere else. And so then we're having to undo mm-hmm. and try and unwind some movement mm-hmm. patterns. And, um, you know, it's hard because your brain is this powerful, powerful controller of everything. Yeah. And, um, you have to, we have to retrain your brain and your nervous system on what we want it to do. So sometimes, you know, movement can be tight or muscle can be tight, but sometimes it's just because your body doesn't know how to move through that range and we have to teach it how to let go of this so that this can fire better and to wrap your brain around that not only once but 
with repetition and endurance right. and um, it, it, it takes quite a bit of repetition. So it, it definitely depends on where somebody's at, how many surgeries they've had. I mean, again, unfortunately I've seen people out of multiple yeah. hip surgeries or multiple knee surgeries or multiple hip and knee. And then, you know, you're, you're spending quite a bit of time mm-hmm. repatterning and, um, trying to get things to work together again versus fighting each other. Or it, you know, makes this old ingrained movement pattern that, you know, you're in, I told Allison before, and I've told, told many people this, like your body does the best it can for you. You know, it, you be, you can be mad at your body all you want, but it really had the best of intentions. You know, your body is trying to keep you alive. We're very much genetically the same now as we were 10,000 years ago and we were hardwired for this fight or flight. And so if it's not moving well, it's just going to find a way to get, keep you moving so that Mm -hmm. you can hunt and gather and Mm -hmm. run from that saber tooth tiger. So, Mm -hmm. you know, appreciate your body for the fact that it's trying to help you, but it, it went, it went awry a little bit and it doesn't help if you go to a place that yeah makes it worse or they're just like oh go do these exercises and you come back but you're using all the wrong muscles so then you're reinforcing this movement pattern and then you just end up in this sequelae that's takes some time and it it depends on the person and sometimes they'll say well how long and I have to say I I don't know there's there's no this is not like immediately post-op where it's one to six weeks you're in this phase and you know it's a I don't know it depends on how we can get your brain and your nervous system to to dial in but I always have hope that we can get there Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest challenge and frustration like I said is is maybe having an injury or having surgery whatever the case might be then not really giving not having been given yeah. much guidance yes. in your recovery yes. and rehab. Yes. Um, and then it's just like, how does anyone know? Yeah. Cause they're, this might be their first time going to a physical right. therapist. Yes. How to qualify right. a physical therapist or a trainer. Like, right. Is there a, is there a way, a practical way for people to be able to, to find someone good? Is it right. just all word of mouth? Right. Like, Which, it's very ironic that you bring this up because just last week I was speaking with somebody else who was um, had surgery and, you know, she said, you need to be the quarterback. We need, you know, a, a direction, exactly like you said. And, she, you know, she said, you, you need to just put it out there that you're the quarterback to call and you can say, go here, go here, go here, this direction, this is good, that – she had a very valid point because I, I talked to so many people that you just don't, they just don't know. They don't yeah. know where to start yeah. or because of insurance restrictions, you know, oh, you're at your 20 visits. Okay, bye. Yeah. And they're just cut off. And right. they're like, now what? Like, right. what, what do I, what do I do? And, mm-hmm. you know, and you Sometimes you can't just be sent off with a home program and you need some hands-on in combination with your exercises. That's That's been very validated to be a the best combo of some mobility with stability um, until you can get into that repatterning phase. But um, I think word of, word of mouth, but you've, my wheels have definitely been turning actually since she was talking to me about that, of how do we help these people that don't have a direction and I think things like this are 
really important, which mm-hmm. is why I agreed physical yeah. therapist. I'm more of in the, in the background kind of mm-hmm. thing, but mm-hmm. it's so important to me to have people start having a resource or a place to go or just what do I, you know, what do I do? You know, we can call exactly. four plumbers to get a quote or an estimate on what's going on, but where do we go for physical therapists for yeah. our body, yeah. for what I, what yeah. my problem is. And so, um, you know, a lot of the folks I see are definitely a lot of word of mouth and, you know, the word does get out there. If you are looking mm-hmm. that that's what happens a lot, but, um, there definitely needs to be, uh, some sort of direction system. Yeah. Some other type of solution. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I think that's the, the frustration, obviously. And yep. like you said, then you end up having to undo right. so much. Right. And that's even more disheartening yes. mentally. Than Menta- oh, it's, it's destructive. Right. Mentally. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, given what you've done with the, the rugby team and things like that, um, what have been some of those you know not to toot your own horn but what have been some of those things that you have been able to work on that you've seen some pretty cool either changes in a short amount of time during a game or what have been Mm. some of your cases that you look back on finally like oh man I I I crushed that one or oh anything that comes to mind of some really oh my gosh um you you really put me on the spot here this is (laughs) Um, no, I've, I've had, um, several just, they're just great people to work with, but, um, I guess a couple more recent cases where one, we had a guy that was rehabbing his knee out in France and got stuck and, um, came early for camp. We were going to be meeting for camp and came early for camp so we could work together and see if we could get him unstuck. When you Um, say stuck, what do you mean? He had reached a plateau and he wasn't feeling stronger. He wasn't feeling more powerful, mm. um, running hurt. Like he was just having a lot of pain. Mm. His single leg strength was not improving. Mm. Um, and so we worked together, really got into the nitty gritty of his mechanics. And, um, you know, long story short, his, his feet, his toes, he was trying to do too much with a second toe. Mm. And again, this it's, it's, mind-blowing stuff but anyway um and we got him to clear the hurdle and he did really well Mm. and was was really pleased and that was his comeback he was gone he was out of it for a year and that was his his comeback and he did really well and um so yeah that was that was really it's it's so neat for me to see them on the field like that's so rewarding and you know I had another another player that we were under the gun like it was he went home from the world cup or we got him back and he got injured in the first game of the world cup of four Mm. and um we got him back and um it's just it's so rewarding again for me to help him meet his goal and you know for him to hug me and say you've saved my world cup thank you you know like I just got chills that just as a former athlete and just as a human, like it's yeah. just, that's, that's my purpose in life is just to help people mm-hmm. want to be where they want to go, mm-hmm. you know, help them mm-hmm. to get there. However, however that is, but yeah. yeah. So I guess those are a couple. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I literally owe my life, I think to, uh, to physical therapists in park city 
Because yeah. that was, what, three years ago, four years ago. And that was when I had my blood clot. I didn't yes. know I had it. Yes. But it, I was literally on crutches at that point. It yep. had been weeks festering. Yep. It's getting worse. Went in to see her and she just, you know, yeah. spent an hour just like, oh, but you got the strength there. Yeah. You know, and then just like with yeah. all of her yeah. deducing was like, yeah, this leg is colder. This leg is warmer. This one's pinker. One one's more yeah. yellow. Like, this is going to sound really weird, but I would. I'd go to the hospital and get a yeah. know, an ultrasound. I was like, yeah. what? For a blood clot? Yeah. And sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I wouldn't, you yeah. know, like, yeah. and then so I just like, I, I give yeah. you and her and, and people in the field credit because you, you spend so much time working Yeah. that you should, you, you can see what, how things should normally work. Yeah. You know? Yes. But then you're taking yes. sensitive and, yeah. points or things that are not working and you're connecting right. the dots to be like, okay. Right. It's your second toe. Yes. Yeah, yes. And and uh, he was even saying, what? And he, you fix it. And he's like, holy cow. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah. And this is one of my big boys. I mean, yeah. he was a beast. And yeah. I'm like, you use more than your second toe. You've got a lot going on here. Yeah. Use it. But yeah. again, it was just one of these crazy ingrained movement patterns. And, you know, <laughs> credit to your physical therapist. I just think that people... Just want someone to take the time, mm-hmm. like take the time to assess and think. And I mean, mine always starts with a question of, wait a second. I'm not quite sure yet what's going on, but I know something's not right. Right. And I, I'm going to take a minute to try and figure out what's not quite right and mm-hmm. why, mm-hmm. you know? So kudos to her for just taking the time. Yeah, exactly. Connecting the dots. Connecting the dots. Yep. S- saving my life in that yep. sense. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I went in, saw her like, you know, a couple of days later, she was like, for real? That's what that was like. Yeah. yeah. She, and she almost started crying. You know? Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. That's intense. Yes. You know? Yes. You just never know what you're going to run into. Right. Well, and, so- and sometimes I think people are afraid to be wrong or, oh, I don't want to send him to the hospital if I'm wrong. And he's spent this time, but it's. It's better to be wrong than and <laughs> just than sorry. right yeah. like yeah total epitome of that yeah. of that saying just yeah. check it out then you know and move on to the next thing you yeah. know so yeah. yeah um you know I'm I've written not necessarily about you just my experience of being tortured with you <laughs> in my book you know I wrote about <laughs> I, I wrote about dry needling and the lessons you can learn about dry needling of uh Stepping into the pain oh, no, <laughs> for I, long-term benefit. I think I need to read this chapter. <laughs> yeah, I should tell you about it. In I detail. Don't, I don't, I don't uh, mention your name at all, just, you know. Other than Torture Queen? About the Torture Queen. That, Thank uh, you. What uh, people, a lot of times, I even on my social media and stuff like that, when I've posted like pictures or video of what you're doing on my leg and stuff like that, people are like, what is dry needling? They don't fully mm, understand it. Sure. Explain what dry needling is. Yes, that is a great question because it's um, people don't know. So dry needling uses uh, a needle that's similar to an acupuncture needle. It's a very small needle. Um, and the theory is totally different, however, um, than acupuncture. Yep. So with dry needling, we take the needle and if you have a tight spot or trigger point in a muscle – a muscle at a cellular level does this. Mm-hmm. So it goes into a bind and comes back out. So if there's an energy crisis and a muscle gets stuck in this bind, then you can stick the needle in to release that bind and then start moving more normally. Now, again, if you do needle it, you want to do something to try and reinforce 
your gain. So it doesn't want to go back to tight and mm-hmm. stuck again, but that's dry needling. It helps release these tight spots or trigger points in a muscle. And we can often get to deeper layers than we might be able to with doing some soft tissue work or something like that. Explain a little bit more. So like you've got the bind, you stick it in, you it, it essentially actually binds more releases it, the bind. It, it releases the bind. I get that. But yep. like, but why does it do that? Because anytime you're doing it with me, it actually feels like it seizes up even more or it's, or it, uh, what do you call it? Just like flinches or it. Yeah. It jumps. It jumps. Yeah. Right? You get that twitch. You get the twitch. Yeah. Which is, but why is it doing it? It's, it's, re, it's reacting to the pain or the. It's reacting to the needle to going into the, the muscle. The, yeah. Right. It's, it's reacting to that's that tight spot. Right. Releasing. You can leave it in longer if it's achier. Um, and then sometimes, yeah, it's, it's released. And that's why I say, if it feels tight, then you have to do something to reinforce that muscle to help it to remember because you've been trying you've been trying to walk around like this with your muscle not moving so then I release it and then it's saying holy smokes now I'm supposed to function and I don't know what you want me to do so now I'm gonna freak out and get go back and get really tight so um yeah the goal is not for it to get tight often what I'll tell people is give it 24 to 48 hours you may be stiff and sore from me then you're going to like me better yeah. after that. Yeah. Then it starts into this new movement pattern. So that's why I say, let's say I dry needle your calf. Um, often because we are bipedal humans, it can feel very stiff in the calf. Yeah. There's a lot of blood flow there. We're on our feet as, as humans. So I encourage people to walk to get blood flow to activate that muscle now within its new range mm-hmm. so it doesn't stay stiff and sore. Mm-hmm. So yes, at the beginning people get sore. I actually had somebody today who broke and broke his foot. Um, and he was in a boot. And so he's, he's got a lot of stiffness and soreness. And he said, man, for about a day, I was really sore and then I was good. And then it was better. And I felt yeah. really loose and I, I felt better overall. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to work through that. And again, the brain and the nervous system and the muscles all have to work through it to create this new pattern mm-hmm. because it's now not trying to function in a shortened position. Right. Which is the part of the metaphor that I use, which is ultimately like if you're walking through life and you're, yeah, you're wounded. Yeah. Right. Uh, metaphorically speaking to guys that I'm writing to. Yeah. It, sometimes it takes going yeah. into pain and yep. during the pain, it actually getting worse yep. for a day or two. Yeah. Things actually become better. Yeah. Which is just counterintuitive to what our, <laughs> right. our uh, nervous system wants to do. Right. Yeah. And I think life in general, no one wants to be in pain, right? I or, mean, or we make don't it worse. <laughs> or make it worse. Right. And if they've had an experience too of like something's been made worse, they're like, wait, yeah. time out, yeah. time out. Yeah. So again, that's on me to be um, a good communicator to say, this is what's going to happen. This yeah. is why I'm doing it. Yeah. This is what the result is going to be. Yeah. Give it X amount of time and then yeah. you should feel better. And this is what you're going to do to get there. And I think good communication is is so so key in that fact mm-hmm. especially with needling because you can't get sore mm-hmm. but the benefits are definitely worth it definitely i think worth it. yeah absolutely yeah. i think that's uh like i said that's the the gratitude that i feel for you my chiropractor various other people because you know through my tearing my hip flexor in high school or mm-hmm. my blood clots or my various issues or just pulling my left quad anytime mm-hmm. like or my hamstring i've done that multiple times 
because it's been probably stuff that's yep. coming from that torn hip flexor. Um, it's had me kind of question like, well, maybe I'm getting to the point where I need to give up softball or soccer or baseball or basketball, like all these sports that I love yeah. to play yeah. to this day. And to me, that's like, ah, oh, I can't imagine not playing. Yeah. But it's really cool when, again, you can find professionals like yourself who can really literally and figuratively dig in there to <laughs> right to, to right align yes. things so that yes. you actually get that quality of life back yes so if yes. you're listening to this and you maybe used to love love to run but you know your hips or your knees mm -hmm. or whatever your ankles anything that's up and down the chain is bothering you i feel like it's worth at least pursuing yeah. and not letting yourself fall victim to a story that you just create that you know what i'm out that's it. I'm done. Yep. It's not, that's just a story that you've yes. created based off of the, the, yes. a, the evidence or the accident. Yes. But like get someone in the hands of, get yep. yourself in the hands of someone who knows what they're doing and just yeah. see what happens. Yeah. You know? And I've had people come to me that say, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't have an injury. I don't have an injury. I don't remember an injury, but just, I don't move quite right. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing what I want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's look at it, you know? Yeah. And Let's do a movement assessment. Let's let's see where we can go. I mean that absolutely because that's I hate hearing that and that is one of the things I never want people to give something up just, you know, because some something is lingering right. or hurt right. or oh, I've I'm 50. I can't do that anymore. Well, why? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, let no. Yeah. I'm not I'm not okay with that, you yeah. know? It's yeah. just do what you want to do don't let some arbitrary number or story mm -hmm. keep you from doing that now if you don't want to anymore if you're like okay i've run for 30 years and i, I need a new hobby yeah. okay fine yeah. whatever yeah. like that's cool but yeah. if it's not in alignment with what you want out of life then let's don't accept it figure it out yeah exactly don't accept it yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. which i think is why is it's it's great to have like i said coaches or mentors or advisors if you will yeah who sometimes will actually not believe your story Yes. And will believe of in more you know, yes. possibility or potential in yes. you physically, yep. mentally, yep. than you give yourself credit for. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, um, I had somebody say that to me. She's like, I stopped believing in myself until I saw how much you believed in me and that helped me believe in me again. And yeah. I thought that was really powerful because yeah. I didn't, I just, yeah, it just, it just makes you stop again and think, this person is trusting me with their journey and their life mm -hmm. and I'm not going to give up. So don't you give up on me because we're, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. So totally, totally. That's yeah. cool. You've done a lot of work with me at least. And I'm always fascinated again with the, like, especially the intricacies of, of feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Know? And yeah, man, does that stuff feel so good sometimes. No, it doesn't. Um, it hurts a lot. <laughs> but you'll get in on like a tiny little tendon or you're just working on separating. Because mm -hmm. I don't even, I'm not even aware of like freaking how many bones there are on the foot, you know? And, yeah. And how the foot has so many different yeah. pieces to it all the way yeah. before you even get to your toes. And yeah. you're working on separating that. And, yeah. Do um, you feel like that's just, is that just me? Or is that like a common thing where people's feet are all bound up and... It, could uh, just be me. it depends. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, it's just you. <laughs> um, no, it depends. And sometimes people's feet are the driver, and sometimes people's feet get screwy because their hip is something's going on with the hip. I mean, 
you have to be careful with some philosophies are it's all top down and some philosophies are it's all bottom bottom up. up. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to be really careful with that because I don't think that's you can do that absolute. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, some people are definitely feet drivers. They have something going on with their foot and that's what's what's disrupt uh, disrupting up the Mm -hmm. chain. Um, but sometimes it's, it's the other way, but I've definitely gotten more into the nitty gritty intricacies of, I can't just look at even the foot as this global structure. You've got to break down the nitty gritty on how each thing interplays through the whole foot. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, it's, it's some fun problem solving, but I will, to be fair, I don't like needling the feet because it hurts. Yes. It, it, that, you haven't done that to me too much. No, it's, I, I, that's not generally my off the bat yeah. go, go to. It's, it's not a great super way to helpful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they, hi, like, welcome. Yeah. Bye bye. Thank yeah. you. I don't want to do that again. So, yes, I, I usually yeah. wait down, down yeah. the yeah. road because, you know, when you're getting, when you're learning how to needle, people needle you, right? In yeah. class. Yeah. So you've got a bunch of rookies yeah. j- sticking you with some needles. So I've been yeah. where you've been at least. But yeah, so they're sticking you with needles. And that in the feet was the one place that, it made me tear up a little yeah, bit. I yeah. was, so I said, Oh man. Okay. okay. And it's good for me to feel. Yeah. So I know I'm yeah. like, Oh, I know tear up. I did. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, the feet are, they're not my favorite not to needle. Not good. But yes. Helpful. You Again. get, you obviously have, you don't work on yourself. Do you? Sometimes. I mean, you can, I'm probably in some capacity, some capacity. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you've told me that you have dry needled yourself before. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just for fun, just like a weekend thing, like you know. No, what? my hippo hurts sometimes. <laughs> I don't go. I don't go home and just. I just figure if you're the, the, the torturer temptress, that's just what you love to do. No, that's not my hobby. At, <laughs> not my hobby at home. No, but yeah. yes, if I have something that I was, need to get a quick reset, right. then I will. Otherwise, you've got other guys either there. Or you've got people that can that yeah. know you and can. Yeah, I just I try not to. I try not to bother right. people too much. They're they're busy. That's why I just try and what do you do? figure it out. Yeah. I mean, what is, what's, what are some of, uh, things that you've had to work through, through your own life and physical career that, Oh, uh, well, that ties into like, Oh, I've seen this or I've experienced this in myself and thus, right. This can relate to. Yeah. Client. Yeah. Um, I'm very fortunate to have very personal experience. Um, so as a gymnast, growing up so I think I aged in dog years <laughs> and yeah. uh when I was 16 my my body did not feel good mm. um and so I stopped competing at 18 um but I had a lot of back pain when I competed gymnastics um I injured my foot which knowing what I know now I probably broke it but never went to the doctor mm anything about it because that's not what you do you tough it out and right. I do think I have a lot more empathy for my athletes now for sure with some of my own experiences but um you know so I'll have days where I have arthritic changes and but I know how to work through it and yeah. manage it and feel good and you know make my back and my hip and my foot and everybody start working working together and I just don't let it go too long you know i know enough now to say okay jump on this before this really starts bothering you but i'll feel it if i have to 
if I have all left sides one day and I'm treating people all on the left side and I'm asymmetrical all day, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm human. Holy smokes. You know, like anybody who's on a, who's asymmetrical all day long, be like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little tired on this side. Well, sure. You were using that side more than this side today, you know? So as long as you work on keeping the, keeping the balance and I do, and I do okay. But yeah, I do. Um, for a while I was, Wondering why I ever competed gymnastics, but now down the road, um, I'm very grateful for the life lessons it taught me and how I can feel so many things that I can only guess what somebody else is feeling. I, they know their body better than mm-hmm. me, and mm-hmm. I can't pretend that I know exactly how they're feeling because that's unique to them. I can only ask as many questions as I possibly can to help gain better insight into what they're feeling so that I can help them to feel better. You know, I want to put myself in their shoes, but not pretend to know exactly how they're feeling because everybody's so unique, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, well, I mean, I, I've told you too, and I don't think we've gotten into too much, but I go to this place called osteo strong Mm -hmm. that helps with bone regeneration and Mm -hmm. bone Mm -hmm. strength. And a lot of what they talk about is their research saying like the human beings who have the the most dense bones and s- skeletal systems are going to be the gymnasts just because yep. they're Pounding. the impact, yep. you know. And I always, I mean, every time I watch the Olympics or I watch any type of floor exercises, you know, when they're tumbling, you know, especially that last like, yeah, wham, you know, yeah. So it's like no kidding that they don't break something and I'm sure yeah. they do. Yep. many times but um i think it's interesting because that's that's what led me also to osteo strong which has allowed me to look at ah. my my bone density and, and yep. that sort of thing but <clears throat> that was kind of a sideways way of getting to you know i feel like so much impact and pressure like you said is really on our spine yeah you know which is probably why you said one of the most common things is lower back pain right mm-hmm. which i would imagine especially with guys in rugby when they're doing their scrums and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. It's just like, they're just, I mean, so much power, right? Yes. Do you have a lot of lower back stuff too with them or are they pretty? Yeah. A lot of low back, um, neck, um, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, your spine is your, your L5 S1 is your center of gravity, Yeah. you know? So you have so many things that connect upper to lower. And that's again, why everything is, so connected and you have to look at everything especially with the spine because there's so many contributors and um it's just such a key integral component to that right upper lower lower half but i kind of feel like once it starts i mean from what i understand it's like once you start to injure your back like there's no healing it really is it it's just like you're just protecting it from getting worse or like Uh, once it starts to go is it I think if you Discs. if you target the right area, you're obviously in better shape yeah. um, to have it not recur. Um, there is, yes, your your disc can lose disc height over time, mm-hmm. but do know that there's research that shows that even if you've herniated a disc, there's research to show that it does resorb over time. Mm. So again, the interesting brain component of that mm. is that people hear, I've got something pushing on my nerve, danger, danger, danger. You get this heightened response 
and sometimes people or their brain just doesn't let them come down from that. Mm. And so you can get some prolonged pain. Even if you did an image later, the disc is no longer pressing on the nerve. It has resorbed over time, but you can have some of this protection response from your brain. So now when, you know, it's normal, a signal, but then it comes back down to normal. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people get this signal and then they stay up here. Well, then it doesn't take much. You're already living up here and it doesn't take much of a, an impulse or signal to go, Oh, Oh gosh, that hurt. Mm -hmm. So you can be more sensitive to a painful stimulus because Mm -hmm. you're now riding high versus Mm -hmm. high and then your system drops and until something else happens. Does that make sense? Totally. So um, I do think that is one thing that can happen in chronic low back pain. Either we, we're not treating the right driver perhaps, or someone just, yes, yeah, staying high in their, in their pain response and it doesn't take, take as much. So, you know, there's a couple of theories that you have to kind of mold and, right weave through to figure out what is going on with that person. Does that make sense? Totally. Yep. Um, so yeah. And I mean, yeah, if you have loss of disc height, sure. Can you have some episodes? Sure. But again, if you address it appropriately, I think you can at least make them less frequent. Again, I think that's a story that people tell themselves of, Oh, I've got a bad back. I've always got this bad back. And, um, I think there are things that we can do to not be the one with the, with the bad back. Yeah. And I ask, uh, partially, well, part, because I think, like you said, back issues are pretty freaking common, Mm -hmm. obviously. And then selfishly, like for me, and we've talked about this before, like if any, if I press overhead, Mm -hmm. anything outside of this area, if I go out Mm -hmm. here at all with my elbows and I'm pressing military, then I won't be able to turn my head much further right. beyond that, right? Yep. It just seems like it's yep. an injury that I don't even remember where I got it. Sure. It must have been high school or earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of frustrating because I'd, like I'd like to be able to have that movement back. Right. But I don't know if that's just, I mean, that's what my chiropractor says. Like, it's just an injury and, you know, you just, you flare it up every single time you do it. So you just have to protect it. And mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, shit, like. Right. Am I making it worse every single time I go to the gym and even I press lighter weight, you know? Right. Who's to say? I just know that the, the sirens right. go off and I can't turn my head to the left. Right. For but days. you could just, that may not be a siren thing. That could be a, that's your movement pattern. That's a faulty movement pattern. And so you, you do flare. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to, you should really find a good physical therapist to I help you out should. with that. My yeah. goodness. I hope this, you know, someone listens. It's like, Somebody help him. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just need to find and figure out what retrain that movement pattern and figure out what, what your go-to strategy is that keeps locking you up in that manner. I've never really even brought up with you cause I've been avoiding it for years now. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, like, yeah. Okay, well, that is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, like, how often am I pressing overhead? Like, never. In right. My, in my, right. That, that's just more of a gym movement, anyways. Yeah. You know. Right. Um. Right. But but I do it in the gym, you know. So I'll skip those movements and I'll do something else. Sure. Just to avoid that. But it maybe is something we 
talk about in my next visit because I don't know what that would look like. It's not like I need to flare it up for you to, or maybe I do, <laughs> for you to. No, we we try and find. It's called a dysfunctional, non-painful movement. So, you know, we would find another exercise or activity that maybe we can see your faulty movement pattern in without just taking it off out the out of the gate, and then we don't really get very far anyway because now it's just flared up. Right. Um, but yes. Yeah. We can well, look into that. We'll look into that. Okay. Thanks for listening to that. Um, <laughs> I say just in wrapping this up, it's probably like opening a can of worms right before we wrap up. But yeah. in terms of, um, like I know Allison's talked about, it, I've, I've certainly experienced it. When you do have an injury and, and the healing has taken place, Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah. but your brain yeah. is so scared yes. to use that part of your body again, right? Yep. A big part of, I feel like of the rehab and the recovery, like you said, is just stepping into that fear of trusting yeah. your body and the muscles and yep. everything else to work again. Correct. That's just repetition as well. It's like, is there any way to like shortcut that process oh. or is it just literally if up to the was. individual? If there was, yeah, it depends on the... Some people are probably more scared than others. More trusting versus not trusting. Yeah, and that's um, and that is when you get into that chronic pain cycle of pain beyond the normal inflammatory phase. And again, and again, that's that's the challenging, tricky part with the I don't know timeline of um, the individual, what meeting them where they're at, Mm -hmm. allowing them to trust whatever was injured filtering through the psychosocial pieces of their own stress, their own belief system, trauma. Um, There's a lot of other things that go into healing besides just this inflammation at this tendon. And it's, and that's what makes everybody so unique because there's a whole nother circle that comes into play with that. That is the individual and their past injury history, their past injury, injury history with, that, like I said, their, their stress, their beliefs, their belief that I can get better. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what makes some people heal faster and some people heal slower is filtering through their, their own history and their own Mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. And that's why listening to somebody's story is so 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 important i will take as long as somebody needs to listen to their story mm-hmm. i will never rush that and be like oh God. <laughs> you know like we got to get yeah, going yeah, like yeah. we only have x amount of time and you can if you listen to their story and go through that process with them it really helps to figure some things out mm-hmm. so um i don't know if that totally answered your question but it 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 definitely depends and it definitely depends on just I I just think really good communication and education along the way and Mm -hmm. I've I've had people that I've said the same thing 17 times in 17 different ways and all of a sudden on the 18th time for whatever reason they're like oh do you mean this yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes I mean this like I I said that and No, you didn't. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I didn't. That's fine. I don't care. Right, you you right. got it, you know? So um, <laughs> that that happens. Yes. Um, 
but it's yeah it's it's just finding that way to communicate reframe educate find that cue that works for them that makes them Mm -hmm. connect the dots to trust that need to you know I had somebody actually earlier today that we were working on squatting and she had hip and knee and I and I said you know what she's had knee pain and I said no don't worry about your knee your knee isn't bending because you're bending your knee your knee is bending as a result of your ankle bending and your hip bending and she squatted and it was night and day different it was totally totally different and it's just because we've reframed the entire situation I cued it in a different way Mm -hmm. it's something that worked for her Mm -hmm. I have covered people's appendages with towels because there's just such a trauma associated with it they have such a bad relationship with it that I said you know what Yes. Yeah. Don't even look it. at it. Don't look at it. <clears throat> and it moves. It moves better. There's something called mirror therapy in in uh, neurological rehab, which I you know I'm an orthopedist, but I I do think I'm a neuro orthopedist because yeah. we do incorporate so much of the nervous system. But you know you can trick your brain into looking into a mirror, and you only look at the uninjured appendage, and then the injured appendage moves so much better because mm-hmm. it's got this visual of Hey, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I do think there's a lot of days you just have to work in a lot of different creative ways and something that works one day may not work the next day, totally. depending on where you're at, where we're time. at. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yep. And, and that's okay. Like mm-hmm. we just have to keep at it. I think I've, I've just been impressed with like, you see the comebacks of like Adrian Peterson or yeah. Derek Rose or like, you know, sure. some of the best of the best in professional sports and so fast, you know, yeah. uh, I can't speak to Derek Rose per se, but Adrian Peterson, you know, blew out his knee and came back and then, right. you know, and, and there's just part of it where I'm like, I wish I could be a, a fly on the wall to see all the work that he did, but his team as well sure. as his mindset, sure. I feel like the mindset really is what differentiates someone you know, if you if you get the healing there and you get the right type of surgery or then the right type right. of rehab. Yeah. Um, but then my thought goes to like, man, I wish the, the everyday Joe could have right. access to that type of. But here, at least with you, like you are working on professionals, but then you mm-hmm. also work with the general public, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So you bring so many Both different. Yeah. Yep. And I've fun. taken lessons from my 92 year old gentleman and applied them to yeah. a professional athlete and vice versa. Vice versa. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, what's really great. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yep. Well, I appreciate you being here and I'm sure you're, um, I know your schedule is always pretty full, but if someone were to be listening to this and wanted your support, how might they get in touch with you? Um, website, or website, yeah. yeah. Website, website is, um, consulting.com yeah. and my Bio and email are on there, but Perfect. my email is just my last name, Duhan, D-O-U-H-A-N, cool. at sportsrehabconsulting.com. It's awesome. It's awesome. Thank you again for letting us kind of dive into some of the, the yes. nitty-gritty. and Yes, it's been fun. Thank you. It's really, really cool. Thanks for sharing this with us. So Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll check in with you guys uh, on the next episode, but thanks for tuning in, and have a great rest of your day. Cheers. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, 
and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.